0: we have young feminists emerge part two during part one last week we had very very heated debates we heard a perspective that maybe we've never heard on the radio before we spoke on ruang which i think we will continue a bit of today but um our guests today are very special we have two very young ladies and one experienced human (laughs) rights right experience not old because somehow myself and my special guest got called old on my own show (laughs) believe me that will never happen what we are are experienced and gold as you all know it i will allow my guests today to introduce themselves let's start with both of you. Please introduce introduce yourself to the good people.
1: ah uh, hello. Um, good afternoon and good evening. Yes, <laughs> both well of them, come. I guess. My name is Deng Deng. I'm a student of industrial and applied sciences at the University of Jubam and also a makeup artist. Like by profession it's a really 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 great opportunity to be here today i'm really glad i've been called you know here to talk you know in our country we have a lot of issues and those issues are what we are about to bring out here okay you know a lot are not spoken about and to be honest it's not great out there it's ugly out there to be
0: honest oh wow yeah what a way to start off (laughs) opportunity for others to introduce themselves and then come back to these pressing issues Yes, introduce yourself, guest number two.
2: Oh, thank you very much. My name is Christine Dogbarengare. I'm a student at Catholic University, uh studying bachelor's in English and literature. I'm so excited to be here today, and as a, an emerge feminist, Beautiful.
0: so. Beautiful. You are most welcome. Thank you to very the show, much. Kristen, and then my special guest.
3: Wow! Thank you so much, Eva. I like the voices of the young ladies. Right. I wish I was on radio as well when I, I was their age. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, my name is also Adeng, Adeng Lake, and uh, I'm a founder of Opportunities for South Sudanese Initiative, officially registered today. So we're talking about opportunities. Congratulations, yay. So this one will focus on empowerment of girls as well and youth. And it is somehow, is a unique organization. It's going to be unique. So I work at a Nonviolent Peace Force as a program manager. And uh, I'm a feminist, let me say, human rights advocate. And looking forward to great discussion. Thank you, Eva.
0: Thank you so much, Adeng, for being here. And let me tell you, she actually downplayed who she is a lot. Adeng is one of those people that you cannot silence. She will continue to speak for women all the time. So I really thank you for being here. And most importantly, to empower young ladies who are with us in the studio, because usually it's a conversation from afar, right? We think this, we never really are in the same table. And talking to each other. So, this is a great opportunity and congratulations on the organization, Thank which I you. guess you'll tell us more about it during the show. Okay, I wanna start off by mentioning that. Uh, Kristen and Adeng are joining us today because of the Feminist Talking Circles training, which was conducted by Mamara Rasakid and UNFPA. Shout out to both. Those training sh- sessions are basically to help young people understand what feminism is and the different types of feminism, because we understand that there's a lot of misconceptions of feminism out there there and what best better way to introduce what it really is then by starting with the young people. I think uh, older people need an understanding of what feminism is as well. I mean, it's been, we know that the topic is very controversial for South Sudanese. So let me ask the two of you who have been through the training, what, why were you interested in joining the training? Why were you interested? What is it about feminism that you were attracted to?
1: Well, to be honest, for me, the first time I was called and I was told there's a training, like I I didn't ask much what it's all about. So I turned up the next day and it's actually talking about feminism. And, and, you know, I've always wondered what's really feminism because people's perspective of what it is and what it actually is turned out to be two different things. Most people have like once, you know, once you say you're feminist, like, oh, God they're the them. ones like uh, someone i remember someone called uh called uh termed it as you're the rebels like wow so that's it so turning out what gave me the interest in uh how do we call it uh that attending the training honestly is the the kind of environment i found it's 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 amazing to be with people who understand situations or who understand your part of the story you know yeah most of our young ladies in this country tend to be uh how do we call it victim shamed like you find you're in a situation and uh you turn out to be blamed for it when you're actually not the problem in that condition so this training uh, uh enlightened or it opened my eyes on a lot of things people have a misconception of feminism like most of them think it's mostly against men but i found out being a feminist is more than you know just uh opposing what men say or what they think of women but sometimes what we fellow women do to others mm. actually matters a lot so for me it was a great experience and a great learning i met a lot of you know brilliant minds amazing young ladies who have a different perspective of understanding things so the training basically taught me more than i could learn from the community or even from
0: school right yeah very nice. And Kristen, what was your experience? What actually made you interested in the training and how much have you learned? Oh,
2: Thank you very much, Eva. Um, the training, when I got the invitation for the training, the first thing I read was a feminist talk. Mm-hmm. I got excited. Uh, in myself, before I, before I attended the training, I believe I am a feminist because I really love to support what what is related to women? Um, I'm a student, and a student in a mixed school where we face a lot from the male gender. So I, I, really felt like no, I need to attend this training. I need to get more knowledge. Like maybe there are certain things uh, I don't know, but with this, with with the with the training, I'll be able to to know it. For instance, how to handle myself. Like Adeng said, there is a lot of misconception out there. Yes, there is a lot of misconception out there. But when you're faced with this kind of people, how do you how how do you support? Uh, how do you defend yourself from them? You see, uh, some of us do not know how to defend ourselves whenever we we call ourselves feminists and we get all these challenges from people, especially the other gender. Huh? so even our fellow gender also they be like, no, what are you doing? You a feminist? I think said somebody called a rebel yes we are being called also by our fellow women that we are rebels you know you are feminist so what are you doing um I really got excited and I learned a lot i I i, I also got the chance to explore on the different types of feminists and actually I learned a lot of many things uh we also talked about the gender roles you know there are certain things out there that are men. you know it's the society thinks it's only the women who are supposed to do this, forgetting that there are certain things that even the women and the men can do. For instance, uh, this is our kitchen. Of course, this is Advanced Youth Radio. I got you. Don't yes. Worry. So, uh, this kitchen is supposed to be cleaned. Uh, if Christine is not around, it's important for her brother to come and clean the kitchen. So, you see, these kind of things people out there don't know. Oh, I didn't know even. Because i've grown up knowing that the kitchen belongs to the women of which men also belong to the kitchen of course we are not entitled there forever but it's a time sometime you have to take a chance and also step into the kitchen see how it looks what can you do there so i learned a lot during the training and i'm also looking forward to to know to know more about the feminist movement. Actually i'm so excited to join the movement because i've been hearing about it and i always lack like a platform where to stand and also support the fellow women out there.
0: Okay, i'll come back to you and i want you to marinate on this question, what you would like to do with what you have learned or what exactly because a lot of the times, you know, especially with activism, sometimes we go in with everything. We want to talk about everything and be a part of everything. And it doesn't work like that. You kind of have to have um, a cause or something that you're very passionate about. Obviously there's so many pressing issues that are happening, but it's impossible for one person to focus on everything and know exactly what they're talking about. So I'll come back to you with this question what you would like to do with what you have learned or what kind of career path you want to take from this. How do you move forward with it now? Adeng, I don't know, what are your thoughts on um, just opportunities for these young ladies? Because I know a lot of them um, are already young activists that are already speaking up or at least trying to speak up and trying to figure out their how. So um, maybe you can give us a bit of, of input of what can shape their path. Oh, wow.
3: Um, I just want to ask, how old are you guys? I'm 24. Mashallah. Allah, 23. 23. <laughs> 20. Let me just stick into 20. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess I, as I was listening to you guys, I was like, oh, I wish I have learned all this feminism when I was in Sudan. Yeah. Sudan, Khartoum, I was raised there. So at that time, you know, at the age of, uh, let me say 16, they tell us you have to learn how to cook. They tell us you have to dress up in a certain way. You have to speak in a certain way. You have to treat your brothers in a certain way. I understand this actually brought us in a very respectful society and brought us actually to be a very respectful girls. But we couldn't talk like you. At your age which is 20 why because I can say it was a game of mind it was an oppression in our mind at the age of 20 I was thinking oh let me go to university clear and get uh, succeed and have a certificate and put it on the wall and that's it I'll get married afterwards I have no plan plan after that thank God you know being a rebel (laughs) <laughs> sometimes works in your favor <laughs> actually I am called like that in the house <laughs> so being a rebel has actually made me look for opportunities and let me say how I started I started with changing my mindset you know you change your mindset you can actually change it from how you were raised to who you want to be I started watching Oprah Winfrey I started watching a lot of videos about women, women's right all these things by then i didn't know if even it was called women's right i knew that those are women who are rich i wanted to be rich because we understand money by then <laughs> so from there when i started i said let me change my mindset i know now what i want to do with my education and which pathway i want to take so when we speak about opportunities you have to start with yourself change your mindset change yourself and let's and have somebody in your life okay a mentor who will support you to be who you want to be. I don't know if ever you want me to go deep. Please, I mean, we're here to
0: learn. So
3: opportunities, there are a lot of opportunities outside there, but you have to identify what you want. Because if you don't identify what you want and your goal, the objectives, and also your values, you will end up lost. One day you are an artist. The next thing you are, um, I don't know, is it um, uh, an engineer? And then you'll find yourself into the medical school or even medical you know field or you find yourself one day on the street being an activist but activism takes courage also so it's good that you started with a training at this age to understand what feminism is all about but also what do you want to do with feminism what do you want to do what do you want to change being an activist because you will be an activist today and you will continue being an activist and you might get lost, not fighting for the right of women, but looking for fame. And fame is not bad, to be honest, but as well as you are going into the right path. Like Eva Lupa now, she is an MC. She is, she is, wow, she's doing great things. You find her in different events and she's learning. She's learning and she's also teaching, you know, she's actually mentoring our sister here. So she's putting that, you know, gift into somebody else to continue. So that's what I see also from women who are empowered are also creating generation of that. Maybe we can go in depth on how you can find opportunities as we go into the discussion, but it will not be a discussion that will only continue in radio. It is a right. long process. But one thing I want to say, know yourself, what you want. If you are lost, find yourself. And if you find yourself, you are lost in a society or even in a family, let me say family, because it starts, society starts with your family. Your house will tell you, oh, you're just a woman. What are you trying to learn? Please, just try and instruct yourself from that family. Not leave the house, but create your own imaginary inside that house. I, I'm telling you out of experience. You create something that you want to be. Now, a lot of people are saying that we want to be like a dang. Those are the people who are objecting me from doing extra things.
0: So yeah, that's the start of the conversation. Thank you, that was absolutely amazing. I want to give you an opportunity to ask whatever you would like to ask from what she's just shared.
4: Yeah, sure, I want to ask.
0: Go ahead, Jackie.
4: By the way, if I sit anytime, each time I sit next to you, I have a moving energy because you made me what I am today. I've never known of feminists like since I was growing up and there is that concept when i begin learning about feminism and also trying to compare it with our traditions because there are some activities that happens within our cultures like our societies but then we don't have a name to give it for example i remember my mother telling me a story that her mother one time refused to cook because each time she cooked chicken it's only the husband to eat so that that time she that the chicken was slaughtered, and she just covered the chicken in the saucepan without even removing the feathers, like the all of it, the way it is, and until the husband's return. So she carried and gave the husband. So the husband was thinking it's like it used to be, mm. but then she, there was already a kind of, you know, intentional kind of trying to defend herself. And then when they opened, in fact, the husband were with friends they opened, the chicken was there with the feathers, and in fact, she even poured water, cold water there. Okay, then uh, the time I, I begin learning about feminism, it, because it's a movement that women seek also their spaces. But then when we begin talking about this, also we seek our spaces, it's being perceived like something which is foreign. Then how can we move about that? For us who are young, when you begin talking about certain things, they'll say, "Hey." Who knows who will get who will marry you even? You're not getting married, you are getting spoiled, all of the things. So sometimes we are kind of shocked in a situation, and we do not know how to carry on with. So how can we, like young people, because all names are being given to us, you're in discipline. How did you get yourself into this? This is not what the culture says. Your mother never does that. So as a young person, how can I have that you know, momentum of?
3: Hmm. That's a very difficult question. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Up to now, even as an activist, sometimes we are confused between being disciplined and also doing what (laughs) uh, that is your right. Okay. As even you are an activist, right? You are a feminist, but always respect your elders. I don't want to say like everything should be by force. It's also the change of mindset. To be honest, what is happening in the society now? Like, you find a family waiting for you for the girl coming back from school to cook, despite her going to school. Um, she does. She 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 had been the whole day in the school, and then she comes back. She cooks. She cleans. And she does all these things. That's the society uh, criteria, or even the, the 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 level that they have put us in. They said the women are supposed to be in the kitchen, no matter what you are, do- what you have been doing. Even if you find a mother, a mother is tired, sick. She still, you know, provide. But I just want to say that this thing cannot be changed abruptly. It cannot. It's difficult. Yeah. So what we can do is the change of mindset, and even you know those things had been contributed by the mothers also. Huh? The way you raise your child in the house, your son today will say that oh. As a woman okay as maybe your brother your mother will say oh go and give you go and give your your brother food and you, you find that your brother actually can go to the kitchen after he eats he throws the plates in front of you go and wash it does this one does it not affect him in the future even in his life leave alone the plate in his life you'll find that he is not organizing his life properly even the way he comes and treats the woman Women, he treats them in a very funny way sometimes, you know. But it starts from childhood. The mother should treat the children equally, be it a male or a female, because there is a say that uh, I one of our pastors say that corruption starts from home. The mother or the father will, the father will, uh, you will, you will see a boy or a girl coming with a new car or a new mobile. At the age where you cannot afford it. And then we'll ask you, uh, we'll not ask you, where did you get it from? Maybe you stole it. Maybe it was given as a gift by somebody who's trying to abuse you. But you just say, oh, it's fine. You got it. That's nice. Beautiful. Sit. Enjoy. And then from there, you will get used to getting things or stealing things from there and all these things. So, to answer you, it's very important to know yourself, as I said. And also there are times that you say, no, today, mom, I cannot do that. Reason is this, 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 but what I can say that this is into your personal level, but into the society level for us to change that perspective onto the woman, uh, understanding of woman, it is very important to start from the house, from home, and then it will go up. Like sometimes I walk, I don't find time to cook. Then my mom will be telling me, Aden, you're supposed to be cooking. And then I was like, you don't know why I went out on Saturday. Maybe in the morning I had a meeting, extra meeting, never know. So sometimes not to do not make her angry. I cook, but in our house, let me say, I put a role that if you want us to do this, huh? a rule, I said, if you want us to do this, boys should do that. Okay. Because you find in a house, there is a house where you find a boy is not even contributing into anything. Leave alone cooking, even putting water in the barrels. eh? Buying them is not even doing it. So that means you are not teaching the children what responsibility. So my mom left this one to me because I'm an activist. She knows what it can come from my mind. And she believes on me. She says, yeah, take charge. And that's what I do. Boys should do that. And when they eat, they wash their dishes. And when there is no food, I tell them, please. Find a way of doing something for yourself. Don't wait for us. So this is how you change the generation. So continue, right to Do what you can do.
0: And we will talk more about it. Okay. okay. And Christine and Aden, do you have any questions that you'd like to ask? Go ahead. Don't be shy. <laughs> um,
2: it's okay listening to you. Actually, those are very beautiful inputs that you're putting you're putting a thing yes um, these are the things that we face like you said it starts from family and goes to the society out there Um, what I will ask is that you know there's a lot of this okay the saying it's like when you say you're a feminist uh, it's like you've you've imported a a foreign culture into you and again you are a rebel rebel, like what she said in discipline um yeah i believe it's going to take us some good time so that uh, I know maybe 70 percent of the people the society you know understand that feminism doesn't mean that you're in discipline Oh, you you know you are rebelling you you know you're putting the cultural values down so um, as an emerging feminist you know after this program maybe I may step out and somebody out will be like yeah I was listening to you so what's up what were you saying you mean this and this and that is not happening so how do I defend myself oh how do I defend the movement from this kind of challenges you know they will to you bad words you know they'll be like so they even go up to your you know you. to your gender identity and put other things so with this kind of challenges because it's everyday challenge you know i also face this in my class in my classroom yes i am a, a teacher to be so I really need a ma- I really need more training on feminists. I'm not saying I am going to change these kids out there to, you know, to devalue their, their parents or to devalue their cultures. But how do I defend the movement
3: out there? I have a question for you. Do you believe on feminism? Okay. When you were learning, you, you put the challenges into your mind, right? What are the opportunities that you have put also into your mind?
2: Okay, while learning about feminism, I, I put a lot of opportunities like, okay, I will also say like expectations. I, I, I always say that if I am really into this movement, at least I'll be able to change, you know, to change the minds of the, the people around me, especially the girls, even my own elder sisters or my parents uh anyone around me as long as they are women or men uh i'm also uh i also felt like with the opportunity of you know getting the training of feminists uh i am able to even sit down with a man and tell him please what you think about feminist is not it's not right you know this is what and what it is we are not trying to take it from you you know the men (laughs) they I'm saying the men, I know they are out there listening, they will think that I'm trying to to attack them, but no, I I felt like I'll be able to sit down with a man and we discuss the feminist kind of thing. I'm not saying that, uh, for instance, if I have a boyfriend, I'm not saying that I'm not loving you because I'm a feminist. No, but I need you to know that you can value me. I want you to value me more than what I am. And if you have a sister also out there, try to value her. See her as a human. Don't see her as someone just who's just she's a sister. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So
3: (laughs) you see, it's good to, to turn the question to you because you have answered yourself. Because you have actually a desire and a drive. To be a feminist to shame people, it's not about only about you. That's what I like from you is that because I said it's okay to be famous, but when the fame goes in a very wrong direction and it becomes selfish, this is another thing. So, you have answered yourself, but what one thing I want to say is that as a feminist, close sometimes you have to close your ear, block it. Do not listen only into the negative things. Yeah, you will come out of here and they will say, oh, you yeah, have been talking about that. No one will marry you. My dear, I've been accused several times being a feminist. I, let me tell you a story. Let me say even, let me get it personal. OK, somebody went and said that the reason why my, uh, my wife is asking for the divorce is because of a thing who's an activist. You get it. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a home what? homebreaker homebreaker that's a big word by the way It's a Mm -hmm. reputation issue my dear i know my right i said i called him and i told the wife the next thing i'm going to do is to arrest him for tarnishing my image pronto yes why because i am not the reason why the wife is asking the result the divorce the woman knows her right and she has seen that her right has been violated Okay, so do not include me there. And that was the conclusion of what he has said. And they had to beg me not to do that, not to arrest him. I was actually going to arrest a relative, someone closer to me. You know, when it comes to this reputation business, eh, even your relative should not do that. I'm not saying arrest your mother or your father. Okay, There there is a lady who arrested her parents because they were forcing the marriage. Sometimes it might happen but also stand for your right. Be strong, believe, uh, stand for your belief. Do not, do not surrender, do not, do not give up, okay? If your feminism is for the good cause, please do it. And one thing I just want to say, advice. You are a feminist, yeah? Give people advices, okay? But do not get so personal. Let the people take their own decision. Usually when I'm doing my own mentorship, I always ask people, what do you want? I want them to put their goals. I want them to put their their objective and the value they believe in. I cannot bring the value that I believe in and force it into you. So you do your feminism, get out today. When they ask you and they tell you, oh, you have been talking about this one. Oh, do you think somebody will marry you? It's okay, the person will come. The person will come, believe me. We are still there waiting. We are hoping for the best. So as you'll come out, even explain to them what is feminism. If they don't believe it, welcome. If they don't believe it, it's okay. One day they will believe it. Their children will teach them. Their friends will teach them, so.
0: Absolutely. I think last week, Rayla and Alwal asked the same question. How do I respond? How do we respond to people? How do we defend? I was telling them that once I understood what I want to do and how I'm doing it, I stopped defending it. It just stopped right there and then. Um, I think mainly because once you have a clear picture of where you're going, no noise around it matters. I'm going to get there whether you believe me or not, but I'm I'm going to get there. That's why in the beginning, I asked you what you want to do with it, what you've learned and how you want to get there. It's really, really important that we understand what our purpose is. Because if you don't understand that, you become a part of everything. And you talk about every, like you said earlier, you become an engineer one day, and then you're on radio the other day, and then you're talking about this the next day, and that the next day, it becomes very confusing because you don't have a cause. You don't have a clear picture of where you're going. Once you understand that, nothing else is going to matter. I will sit here and listen to you. Before, it wasn't possible for me to sit and have a conversation about feminism with someone who is not a feminist or someone that has um, disagreements on feminism. It was not possible. But now I can sit here and listen to you. I'll also give you my perspective or my thoughts. And I'll walk away fine. Still getting to my goal whether you believe it or not it did it does not matter anymore i'm going to get there so um i really would love for you go ahead go ahead kristen i saw you 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 want to ask something i mean ajang
1: yeah i have a very you know disturbing question like
0: disturbing yes very disturbing
1: (laughs) how do i go being a feminist is all about advocating for women and girls rights right but how do you help Someone who doesn't need to be helped or who doesn't want your help. Uh, uh, let me say like some girls out there, they're actually comfortable with the injustice and the inequality and the violence that's being done with them. You may find a situation, let me say maybe I'm living with my cousin. Uh, you know, I, I'm one who doesn't, uh, uh, you you don't tell me what to do. I speak up my mind. Yeah. But somewhere, somehow, someone is a good girl son, and she's obedient. You find maybe she she has school and she has work at the same time. She works all week and goes to school at the same time. And she has like only Sunday, has a, a day off, a free day. So instead of resting, she'll be doing chores instead. Washing people's clothes, brothers, cousins, uh, cooking and all this and, and you know, you, uh, let me say me as a feminist, of course, I'll try to speak out for her because you can't force me to do what I don't want to do. But for her, she's not complaining. So when you try to speak out, like, uh, it's telling people, you know, why are you making this girl do this? And you know what she goes through the whole week? They'll, they'll ask you questions like, why are you speaking out for her? And she's not complaining. Why are you the one complaining and all this? And when you try maybe to talk to your fellow uh, lady, like, to speak out for herself, like, you find she she's okay with doing all that, you know, but it's really not fair because you can see the exhaustion and uh, all that she goes through and it's really not fair. It's even not good for her health, but still she, she decides not to speak out for herself. And you really want to help her because I can't really watch this injustice being done to someone that I don't say out something. But if she can't even speak out for herself, how am I supposed to help? So from an expert and a human rights activist, like I want to really know how do you help such people? Because we have so many of those within our country.
0: You know what you just said, you can't, no one can force you to do what you don't want to do. The same thing applies to somebody else. You cannot force somebody else to do what they don't want to do. I think uh, feminism, a lot of the times, tries to focus on communities and systems because it's very difficult for you to change one person's perspective Right? but if you change a community, if you change how the school system treats uh, women and men or young girls and young boys or systems that treat women and men differently, communities that give them gender roles and so on. If you can change that, it can now come down to the people. Do you get what I'm saying? But you cannot force somebody and you have to learn to really, and I know it bothers, It really bothers your soul and it's very triggering, but you have to learn to be okay with when you get through to someone and also be okay when you don't. Because feminism, if I've learned anything, a lot of the times you're not going to get through to people. You might leave a mark, but you won't get through to everyone. So you have to be okay with that. Yeah, and sort of, um, you can speak your mind, you can speak your piece, you know, let her know of your opinion. But if she doesn't want to hear it, you have to be okay with that. If she also doesn't want to change, you have to be okay with that. Yeah, let's start on that ground. Yeah. Go ahead, Jackie.
4: And I think it also has to do with the mind, as Alex says, because some of us need psychological liberation. If you have been doing something for years, like a young girl growing up, you see that it's an obligation. It's a must for you to do it because you're a god. So that is already in you, like it's imbued. So the mind tells you it's your work because you have been doing it. It has been a practice, it's a culture. So when you begin provoking someone, it's like you're bringing a foreign attitude in them. They might get you wrong. So maybe you also try to live by example, like maybe if you engage with them in a conversation, give suggestions, don't dictate on them. You're not supposed to do this. You have, you, you had a, a busy week, like you're not supposed to do that. I suggest you just have a conversation, like kind of counseling or an advice, our bodies need, need rest. For example, when you're growing up as a young person, for you to reason well, your body also needs rest. Like physically and mentally, there are things that we share with all the genders. Your brother has a hand, you know, make it simple to them, but don't force it. You can have a conversation. If they're your friends, you can have conversation with them once in a while don't be so tough on them because when you push somebody hard they may mistake you but also living with them they see how you do your things how you engage with your brothers they will get to that sense because it has to do with the mind and the one the mind is the one to dictate like something that has been happening so don't push people so hard they will mistake you yeah maybe i can add um...
3: go ahead yes as eva said and she said that's all valid points by the way she maybe she's comfortable doing that you never know but tell her to rest because her body speaks to her you know is our mind that receives the message from our body like our body if I'm tired I cannot lie you know before they say do not sleep at afternoon when we were young but now if I'm tired at afternoon I sleep okay if my mind said um today i'm going to serve people so, by the way serving people does not have holiday <laughs> at any time they will call you oh a woman is for uh, is is suffering she has been beaten by the husband maybe at 2 a.m 12 a.m and she calls you come and rescue me on a sunday where you're supposed to be resting let me tell you a story
0: yeah I have came... a story for everything yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> on there is a, there's... on sunday i came from a park join my friend called me at 10 a.m. and she was like 10 p.m. and she was like "Adeng, I'm not feeling happy no around 8 p.m. she said I think I'm not happy I want to go somewhere around the corner I live in Lemon Lemongaba I want to go somewhere around the road roadside let's go and have pork and we do some chat I said okay let's do it do it we came back around 10 30 seeing a woman on the floor sitting down crying And my friend was the one driving the car. I was like, stop, 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 on the road. Stop. Then she stopped. And then I was like, my dear, this woman, she's going through something. And in my mind, she has been beaten by the husband. Apparently not. She's in labor pain. Oh. Mm. Labor pain at 10.30 p.m. And then I I looked into the house because it's not fenced, by the way. I looked into the house and I found men are sitting there and another woman is sitting there and they're looking at her laughing. As somebody who did not give birth before, labour pain for me is painful. Right. <laughs> I'm right. thinking what she's going through. Immediately, I went and I quarrelled with them. What are you guys doing? What if she dies? Blah 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 blah. And they said, No, this is how she is. It's not her first child. I said, Okay. Bring the papers for the hospital immediately. Which hospital do you go to? Uh, do you actually check, do your checkup? Uh, thank God, Mary Queen, not far yeah. uh, in Guray. I we rushed. We took her at around ten thirty. Where I was supposed to be, what sleeping. Because Monday is next day. We ran. Guess what? The woman gave birth at around 1 a.m. Wow. So this was not a joke. It was a serious labor pain that she was almost giving birth. She gave birth. And luckily, I think the baby will be named a day.
0: Oh, wow. And then with my other friend, will be named
3: Wilma. So services can be called at any time. I'm not saying that your brother should call you while you are sleeping. Wake up and watch for me. By the way, you might surf at your young age now, there is a time you'll be like, I'm tired. Yeah. You will retire. So tell your your sister, learn to listen to your body. If you are tired, stop. If you want to do that, give it a certain uh, time, period of time. You can wash the clothes, you can do whatever you want to do. Let me tell you something, there is worse injustice than what you're saying. There is worse. And the injustice is what is coming from the society outside and from also political system. And it's also the system that is you find in the private sectors, yeah. even sometimes in the school. It's good that you are talking about that. That's mean when you see her that she's suffering one day, you will tell her, stop it. Continue. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Don't force her, but tell her rest. Mm-hmm. Tell her, come, let's talk. Talk to her about body. Maybe
0: she doesn't even understand what is the meaning of resting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have about 10 minutes to go. I want to give you, both of you, five minutes. I'll give you two and a half, two and a half each to just let me know what your final remarks are, especially about the training, where you're planning to take it, the question I asked um, earlier. And then Adeng, the last five minutes, I want you to tell us more about the organization, how people can contact you, what we can do with this organization. I know you personally, so I know that this is going to be an opportunity filled organization and i really want to know more about it so we'll start with kristin um go ahead and let us know how you plan to take this forward
2: okay uh thank you very much eva with the training i what i'm going to do is i'm going to take forward you know I'm not saying I am going to devalue the cultures, I'm going to put the, you know, the cultures down and step on them. No, I'm not going to do that. What what I'm going to do is, from the story that Aden has shared about a woman who was in labor pain and other men were like, no, this is the same thing she goes through. That's what I'm, you know, that's what I want to change yes don't say that it's the same thing that she goes through no no go to her listen to her what are you going through what can i do to help you you know if i can do that out to people there i'll be glad like i said i need to sit with people who do not know what feminist is and talk to them you know i'm not going to change them but like you said if they want to change it they will change if they don't want it's okay, let them continue, but I'll not stop you know, talking about the feminist. No, it's, we are not going to stop here.
0: I love that. <laughs> yeah,
2: we are not going to stop here.
0: I love that. You, you know, um, the best advice I've ever received in my life, the best, came from my father, and he said, um, learn what you're talking about before you talk about it. And I, t- I took that to heart. I took it personally until today. Why I'm saying that to you is that learn more. About what do you want to talk about if it's feminism learn more about feminism find resources read books learn about other women other feminists who have done this before how they did it the more you learn the more you can do trust me it's it's the way to go yeah okay Adeng tell us how you plan to take this forward
1: um, for me, it's more of how I'm taking it forward.
0: You know what? has got an attitude on her. I'm worried <laughs> this, this girl, Not is going really. to take it. This <laughs> Go ahead.
1: What I, I want to do. It's more of what I'm already doing. To be honest, after like the training, I've already changed a few minds of people of their perspective of what fem- feminism is. Actually, not just uh, girls, but also males. Like, a lot of guys have changed their minds. Like, when I started explaining actual work the feminists do and what feminism is all about, they're like, oh, okay. So it's like this. So, uh, you know, a colleague was like, how do I call it? Uh, when I said I'm a feminist, he, uh, it, it was like... Uh, Uh, It's actually, I advise you become a feminist at the age of at least 40 to 50. I'm like, but why? I'm at my youthful age where I can do more than, you know, when I'm around 50, 40. Like, what will I be doing there? I should be resting at that time. If I can help those in need right now, why do I have to wait until I'm old, you know, to start doing it? Someone's like, actually, first get married, then become a feminist. Like, what? Why? So, I've I've already actually achieved a bit of, you know, what I want to do with this. I've changed people's minds. You know, you don't have to make others feminist, but you just have to make them understand what it's all about. So when you're trying to do what is right, they won't oppose you because they understand it. Even though they don't join you in the movement, it's okay. As long as they understand what I'm doing, it's not to harm others. It's to help those who can help themselves.
0: Yeah. Oh, a dang is pumped. Just say what you mean later. I'm doing it now. Youthful age, you know. Youthful age. I hope you aren't talking about me. You know, I was 16 like last week. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Adeng, I want to close with you. Let us know about the organization, please, and how we can reach you or become a part of this.
3: Uh, perfect. Uh, the organization is going to be to start with those two girls.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> This is free mentorship, right? If you mess this up, I will look for you and kick your ass. So
3: uh, feminism is not only for women. Also, there are men who are feminists. I have a lot of friends who are feminists. And I'm looking forward to marry a man who is a feminist. Not only in mouth to get votes or whatever if he's a politician. But (laughs) I want a man who is a feminist who will train me and also bring me up. You know, because my mentors are not all, only women, also men. So opportunities for South Sudanese initiative. I am the founder, not the executive director because I'm working currently. So I'm looking for executive director. So it's registered today. Mm-hmm. It's basically, I found it actually in 2015. And it took me long to register it. How many years? Seven years. Seven yeah. years. About, yes. Above. These opportunities for South Sudanese is basically an online platform before that I used to put opportunities like trainings, conferences, and so on. When I finished university, I said, I want a job with the foreign affairs. And they were like, nope, we are not giving you a job. I started as a volunteer afterwards for nine months unpaid. And then I started looking for opportunities What online. And I was accepted in most of the opportunities. I was accepted to go uh, learn about election and governance at a very young age. I started my career. Afterwards, I worked at the African Union Commission through an application I found online. So opportunities for me is something that you will find from different people, even online, even from the word of mouth as you're sitting. If you are a kind of person like me, I have moved digital. This is called Remarkable, it's a notebook. I always like writing up ideas. Tick, 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 every time somebody's talking, I write it down. I take it as an opportunity, like your notes is here. So when you are sitting even in a place of tea, as people say, is an idol place, uh, people of, uh, who are idols, sometimes you get opportunities from there and ideas. It's all about what you get used, uh, You make use of it. So it's an organization that will focus on transferring, transforming the mindset, yeah. even the communities, especially the youth. The first, um, what I, what I say is that it will focus on entrepreneurship, okay? career development, self-development, let me say that, and also uh, livelihood activities, you know? And it will also focus on human rights aspect, but in order to transform also the communities. Why I say that? Because I've realized that we talk about human rights, human rights all the time, but we don't actually provide resources or even services. So I'm always a believer that when I change the mind of somebody in the village, he can do great things to his community even all the way to town so this this organization will not only focus on on the aspect of uh, activism only like sometimes they say making noise but it is going to go deep 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 down the activism that you go deep down in the communities to identify what is the problem with this community and then bring an opportunity for that so scholarships i'm looking forward to get scholarships for students finding a way of that and vocational training I'm not only focusing on educated people, but also vocational training for people who could not have an opportunity to get training. There is a boy in our house who came from the village Lake state. He went into adult education. The boy speaks good English, I swear, good Arabic. He writes down and he makes sure he goes for tulba, mm, hard labor, mm, mm. and he goes to school afterwards. And he is even more better than the person who went to school. Very nice. So it's very important to do that. You can reach out to the, 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 the page on Facebook. It's called Opportunities for South Sudanese. In the process, we are doing, We are trying to do the website. But the first session that we are planning to do, and we are looking for funding for it, is people people who are living with disability. Are they accessing opportunities? That's the first session that I said I will do. I'll bring somebody from the parliament. I'll bring uh, Miss Dev. I'll bring a basketballer who is basketballer also a deaf person and see how this person is utilizing the opportunities. Yeah. So you're welcome. It will be mid of this month, maybe Jamajuba. So I'll let you guys know, thank you.
0: Thank you so much, adang I can't stress how much this kind of initiative is important. And I love that your first session has to do with persons with disability. I think we've had many on the show and they always talk about opportunities not being available so um kudos to you on that i'm really excited about this organization i better see both of you there for the first session facilitating helping being resource something both of you i better see you there i'll personally pass the contact numbers and follow (laughs) up with this okay but thank you so much to all of you for Coming on the show and sharing your thoughts, your opinion, Adeng, I'm always thankful to you for being so honest and just so powerful in your own right. It gets me pumped up every time. That's why I'm so excited every time you come on. And when I when I knew these ladies were going to come on the show, I said no better person than Adeng to provide advice there's not going to be a better person and you came in with your own surprise of this organization which now we can extend to your batch of training i think you were the first batch of training right you're the second batch of training the um there was a first the second And then there's a third that is going to happen. So also, if anyone out there would like to take part of this training, I think it doesn't only have to focus on young women, any woman, also men. You can join in and learn um, a bit more of what is happening. Please go to gendertalk211.org and email us and we will connect you to the right people. Our page is also, you have Mama Village on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Gender Talk 211 on all of the platforms as well. And for you, the audience, which camera am I on? Um, for you, the audience online, I want you to give me your thoughts in the comments down below on feminism, also on purpose and what are the pressing issues for women nowadays i think we wanted to go in that and touch on ruang but we've already passed on the time so i'm sure there will be other uh moments where we can discuss this jackie i'll give you one minute before we roll out
4: i'm just so happy about our guest and you ever since last year I just want to wish you a very blessed
0: evening as we wait for the pub. The Pope's coming by the way. I know. The Pope is is coming. Thank you for letting us know. (laughs) The Pope is coming tomorrow and we'll be back here next week and maybe we'll discuss. I think Jackie will be coming back with gender talk news with gender news next week. Maybe you can tell us a bit more on how the Pope did and what happened on there. Okay. But for now, I got I found a new song, mm-hmm. Lil Bean, Lil Bean, Irene Kreis, have come up with a song called Child Marriage. And I really, really love this song. It's very rare that I play a song um, <clears throat> by the other gender. I truly love promoting women. So we usually on the show have a playlist <laughs> of women's music, you know, but this song is, is very touching. So I'm really excited to play it on the show for the first time. And I would like to wish you a good night. Be safe out there. Like Jackie said, the Pope Pope is coming tomorrow and things are going to be intense. Be safe out there for the next three days. Make sure you're at home and you have everything that you need. Drive safe. My name is Eva Lopa. This is Gender Talk 211. You have a good night.